Welcome to episode 20 of The World and Everything You Need to Know. My name is Eric. There are two ways to contact the program. They are TWAEYNTK at gmail.com and TWAEYNTK on Twitter. A majority of people can read and write as a direct result of public education. There is a shared belief that literacy is needed for people to be productive and contributing members of society. This is only a recent change that started near the beginning of the 20th century. The origins of many written languages trace their roots back to ancient Samaria. That is where archaeologists have found the oldest story known to man. The Epic of Gilgamesh is about 5,000 years old. These are the first records of complex communication that were composed with the deliberate intent of the writings being found and read at some future time. It did not matter if it was later that same day, the next week, the next year, or the next decade, someone at some unspecified time would be able to read and understand what was written. This is a remarkable and important technological advance. Phoenicians appear to have learned this written language on their sales journey through the different countries. From this one written language evolved the seeds of Aramaic, including Hebrew, as well as the not fully understood or fully deciphered languages currently referred to as Linear A and Linear B, which appear to be the precursors of Greek and Latin. In that modest amount of knowledge is the infancy of all Western language. The evolution of the written word takes place over thousands of years. In the beginning, only the wealthy and the privileged few were deemed important or worthwhile enough to know this special form of communication. More than 95% of the population could not read or write, which meant all stories, including all personal histories, were passed down through generations in recitation and song. It is clear how fragile and impermanent the oral histories of an entire population can be. People can only remember so much. Writing stuff down, as elementary as it may appear today, is a radical increase in information storage allowing the possibility of unlimited retention. Around 1200 BCE, all record of language is lost until about 800 BCE. These are referred to as the Dark Ages because we have no idea what happened during this time. There are no written records. The majority of what archaeologists have been able to find are mostly the remnants of pottery that were used to store grains, oil for lamps, and a lot of other things. Part of what sets this pottery apart from items before 1200 BCE is it appears to have taken a very large step backward in form, technique, and craft. It remains unclear exactly what happened, but there is no doubt what would become of Western civilization was almost entirely wiped from the earth. Europe, the Middle East, the Mediterranean, and Egypt all written records ceased entirely at the same time. There are no records for an expanse of several hundred years. 
What caused this to happen is likely a combination of continuing wars, natural disasters, and famine, which may have caused entire populations to be caught in a flux of mass migration. From the ashes, around 800 BCE, written words begin to reappear in a language known today as Ancient Greek. These are letters like Alpha, Beta, Delta, Beta, and Omega. This is a complete and complex language, however, a majority of individuals today only know them as abstract symbols. The Iliad is one of the most notable writings from this time period. It is, in fact, a poem that in its entirety would take about 24 hours for someone to recite or sing. This was a story about the good old days and how they came to an end with the fall of Troy around 1200 BCE. In the 20th century and more recently, archaeological evidence has been found which appears to coincide with much of what is described in the Iliad. It is important to note that most people at that time were not literate, so this incredibly lengthy and complex poem had to be memorized. Part of the method employed to do this was the use of a predictable meter and rhyme. Lucky for us, someone at the time was educated enough and deemed the storied history important enough to write it all down. The Iliad is part two of an eight-part saga referred to as the Epic Cycle. However, it appears that the Iliad was the first of the stories that was written. Additionally, as was mentioned moments before, there is archaeological evidence to support many of the events and battles that are mentioned, where the other writings included in the epic cycle are clearly hyperbolic fantasy. The Iliad, translated by Samuel Butler, originally published in 1898, remains one of the best modern translations of this tale. It is recommended above others because it stays fairly true to the text, but the translator did not feel the need to force and bend the English language in uncomfortable and unnatural ways in order to retain the original rhyme and meter. Butler concentrates on the accuracy of the story being told. A couple of things to keep in mind, it should be considered historical fiction. Many of the events likely did occur, but not necessarily by all of the specifically named characters. It is also a very tight compression of time. The story is set in the last month of a war that has been raging for the previous 10 years. Civil wars and strife across the continent at the time had been in perpetuity for closer to an entire century. Remember, the Iliad was written 400 years after the events it describes. In 800 BCE, the current civilizations were built upon the ruins of all the ones that had come before them. So any verifiable evidence at the time would have been buried tens of meters below the earth. Homer is retelling tales that were handed down from previous generations through the centuries. Embellishments were sure to happen. The content of the Iliad, contrary to common belief, contains only the beginning of the fall of Troy. Episodes with the Trojan horse and the death of Achilles happened in other volumes of the epic cycle. The Iliad, and less so the Odyssey, retain important value to this day. The words recount the destruction of the Bronze Age and the rebirth of its memory in the Iron Age, which is, in effect, the start of modern civilization. 
One of the most important and chilling realizations of man are spoken by Achilles when his friend Odysseus visits him in the land of the dead. Achilles, who had always put pride and honor before everything else, tells his brother in arms, only the living speak about the glory of being dead.